I'm pressing buttons. Yay! <laughs> Hello. Button, and button. Who's got the button? I do. I have all the buttons. The time for talking has ended. Now is the time for pressing buttons, after which there'll be more talking. Hello, and welcome to Hit and Abyss. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening. And tonight I am joined by several incredibly awesome people, including, but not limited to, Chris, Jen, and Cindy. So, what happened last week? We fought a dragon. We fought a dragon that that was a dwarf, yes. Fahim did not realize that dead shapeshifters convert to their regular form, but she was fortunate in that, that she didn't get squished against a wall. She just got shoved into a hallway. And then we went to a town where we found someone who would teleport us to where we're trying to go. And if I remember correctly, our only description of them was not an idiot. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's That was the description. So we were looking for someone who was clearly not an idiot to see if they were the person. Um, you know. If I remember Amara correctly, was that in is a bad also... Mood. Sorry? Amara was in a bad mood when she said that, that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> If I remember correctly, when they introduced themselves, they said, hi, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're our person. Okay. <laughs> and the party met Amara. Well, I mean... Well, Jen met Amara again. Yeah. The rest of the party met Amara. Mm-hmm. And now often talking. Missy with angry elves, I guess. And angry dwarfs. Yes. Well, I think the... I think our... Um, Dragonborn friends were going to try to work on the dwarves for us. Yes. So we don't have to do both at once. Either way, we need to get them into the table. Yeah. Yeah, it's also worth keeping in mind that though our characters don't really know why this is relevant, our dragonborn friends were worshippers of Tiamat. Yes. Well, you don't have to worry about them anymore because they're not part of the party anymore. They left. They did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They decided, hey, we got to talk to the elves and the dwarves. You got a friend among the elves, so that makes sense for you. Uh, we're going to go try to talk to the dwarves. It should be fine. Everything will be fine. We're all fine here. How are you? We're all going to die. <laughs> well, if if you have a long Once enough timeline... Once TMS involved, that's kind of a conclusion. Yeah. Yes. With, with a long She's enough timeline, everyone's chance of survival is zero. Tiamat has evolved. By default, we're all going to die. <laughs> well, canonically, Tiamat has recently attempted to come into the material plane on two separate occasions, and both times have ended poorly for Tiamat. She's not very good at this. <laughs> well, at least one of those times she was interrupted by kobolds and Space Jam. Yeah. And also Bahamut. Right. There was a bit of a sibling rivalry going on, and it was glorious. And I believe uh, the mountain coral also helped. Right. And I was also there. <laughs> but that was a different campaign, and technically that was five years ago So in game time. So this time, um, we are going to jump ahead to the next morning. Now, the city is rather full. Oddly enough, if you flood most of the country and you take one city and lift it into the air, there aren't many rooms left in inns. Really? Um, Should but... we do something about the flooding? I mean, what we're going to do? I mean, that much land doesn't usually just flood out of random. There's probably something that caused it. The official statement from Skelvar is that it's the dwarves' fault. What's uh, the official statement from the, the dwarves? 
The official statement from the dwarves involved a few profanities that I will not repeat and a <laughs> firm um, and very stubborn denial of any involvement. But in no the actual context on what it, what it could have happened. No. Um, they There might have been dwarves that knew something about it, but most of them drowned. Mm. Fair. Okay. <sighs> any additional information, you would have to actually talk to the dwarves and... A lot of them aren't interested in talking to elves in general. What about the book? What did the book? What did the book tell us? Because wasn't it prophesized in that book of doom? It was. Um, most of those prophecies were ignored because at the time there was no one in the party that was from Skelbar. They were just like, okay, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were some prophecies saying, "Oh, by the way, something bad's going to happen in Skelbar," and then later on they were, "Oh, by the way, Skelbar's underwater. Good luck with that." Yeah. Well, there's like three or four things going on at the same time, so yes, couldn't do yes, them all. and and one of the things the party had to do with all those different prophecies was pick and choose. And don't tell Amari you knew. Don't tell Amari you knew. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, to be fair, at the time that Amara left the party in general, they had just recently gotten the book, did not fully understand what it did. Mm-hmm. And Other than give people headaches. Yes. Did that? Yeah. I have enough casts of dominate person to get you guys to jump off a building. Oh no. <laughs> Work on your high dive. <sighs> okay. So, Amara, mm-hmm. you are not the lowest rung in the ladder. Um No. No. Uh you had already secured a position as ambassador at the beginning of the campaign, so you were already not the lowest rung. Although they were sending you to Adralanka, which Skelvar doesn't really hold in v- incredibly high regard. No. So, uh, not the lowest rung, but you could see the bottom. Pretty close. Um, yes. However, it's been five years, and you've been working your way up. You are still not the lowest rung. There are people who rank below you that are gophers. They're the people who would run errands, send messages carry paperwork here and there, fill out the more menial tasks, get Drop everyone their lattes. Sorry? <laughs> the water. Yeah, well, that happened. Well, yes. And the, the person who um, is responsible for the party ending up in the middle of a swamp because it was incredibly funny to them is um, Adrian or Adri Nightbreeze. It depends on when you're talking to them because uh, they change whether they are male or female on a whim. Uh, this is something that is very rare for elves, but it has been known to happen, and um, they follow the same deity that Amara follows, a trickster deity. So they thought, hey, this is great. I mean, it's not like they were doing that to elves. Um, now, they don't rank pretty high in all this bureaucracy, in part because they think jokes like these are incredibly funny and useful. So they've been passed up for promotion on a few occasions, but they haven't been dismissed because their dad, Roland Nightbreeze, is a bit more powerful in regards to the diplomacy and stuff like that. Um, currently, Roland Nightbreeze is interim secretary of refugee affairs. So one could argue that he's not exactly Amara's boss, but he could cut the budget for Amara's boss's boss's boss and therefore have everyone else out of work if he felt like it. So... Adrian Nightbreeze, or Adrian Nightbreeze, depending on what day you ask, is not out of a job and is not going to be. Um, 
the not an idiot that you encountered last time is uh, Thamior Silverfrond, and they are, as stated, not an idiot. That's they are the best that Amara has. They are. Um, they are not actually a high elf. They're a wood elf, but they um, decided they wanted to do wizardry, and they're pretty good at it. And they have assisted Amara on more than one occasion with uh, her tasks of making sure the right supplies get to the various refugee camps that are spread throughout the country of Skelvar. What they've seen from Amara that has made them incredibly loyal to her. So, um, they know where spent... their beds barred. Sorry? They know where their beds barred. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I'm going to unira- unilaterally suggests that the party has probably spent the night at um, Amara's suite just because they were not going to find rooms elsewhere. Right. That makes sense. Amara would still be living with her mother and her sisters. Okay. Well, then that's where you spent the night. That's fine. So so if you have not pressed the long rest button, you may. Um, Did I do that already? I think I did. It's quite possible. I think I Um, did. I don't remember the last time I told you to press the long rest button, but you're definitely getting a good night's sleep. Uh, when you wake up, however, a small chaos bird has disappeared. Oh, that's not good. God damn it. <laughs> when you're talking about Paige, it's almost never good. Yeah, this is true, but uh, does anyone have any idea where she went? No, but I know who can find her. Okay, because I mean, I wouldn't know where to begin to look for her here. I've never been here. I call for my sister, the uh, eldest of the three, Sindra. Yes. You know the little bird that we've had in here? The one that kept staring at my teeth? Yes, that one. Can you find her? I probably can, yes. I mean, don't rush, but she might be useful. She has mischief in her. Yes, I am very much aware of your love of mischief. And she just lets that comment hang for a little while. Then we sighs. just stare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sighs. Now, keep in mind, these are siblings. So, of course, there's right. been some mischief between them. Mm-hmm. She sighs and says, okay, I'll see what I can do. And thank as you, she's darling. already... Ha- I'm sorry? She said, thank you, darling. <laughs> You're going to owe me one. I know. You're going to owe me more than one if that bird has gotten into any trouble. We'll prank Verda. It'll be funny. Yeah, the pranks are why I'm worried. I'm sure it'll be fine. Here, I'll give you a head start. And I cast scrying on the bird person. Okay. It doesn't work. Oh, son of a... The best part is, this is actually a part of Paige's uh, homebrew warlock subclass. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Well, that didn't work. I mean, you, you scryed on somebody, but it wasn't Paige. It was a dentist. <laughs> I scryed on a bird, and I got a gnome dentist in Coombridge. Uh, that's very strange. I think it's safe to say your scrying just didn't work, because I don't think Paige could work as a dentist for very long, like right, 10 right. minutes max. Because I think she'd just pull a tooth and then... Be gone. I told you. Mischief. <sighs> I'll see what well, I can do. Well, if she's up to anything and ends up 
nearby wherever we go today, I'm, I'm sure we'll just hear about it. That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm actually afraid of as well. <laughs> okay. And your oldest sister goes to open the door and leave. Uh, when she opens it, there's someone on the other side already. It is Adri Nypris. <sighs> That's Amara's instant response to noticing this. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey, they dried out. Hmm. Anka's giving that person that look that she gives people she's displeased with. What do you want? It's not what I want. You've got a job to do. You can't spend all your time hanging out with your friends. You can't? When, since when was this a rule? We spend I'm all not time hanging out am- with my friends. Since Amara spent a few months not being an ambassador. I'm not hanging out with my friends. And if you had actually done your job the first time, you'd know this. In any case, the representative from Rotroot is in town. Apparently, they have a new list of grievances that they want someone to deal with. You're the someone. (sighs) Very well. Come, we'll deal with this and then begin what we have to do. And as we're walking past, I touch them on the shoulder and cast Banishment. (laughs) <laughs> what do I have to roll? Charisma 16. I've got to get their character sheet open. Hold on. I had it open, but then I switched to another page to look something else up. They disappear. And they've been sent to the Plains of Pandemonium for a minute. I thought it was um, a subdimensional space, if it's banishment, if they're from this plane of reality. No, uh... If the target is, let's see, if the target is native to the distance you're on, your banishment, uh, hold on. You attempt to send a creature to, you can see within range, to another plane of existence. It doesn't clarify any, as far as I know, you can send them to other places. Uh, And Ellie is in chat pointing out the planes of pandemonium is just a wow expansion. (laughs) No, there's a, there's D&D stuff about the planes of pandemonium. I think it was supposed to be a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> pandemonium. The mists of Pandaria. Yeah. Pandemonium, okay. You accidentally send your sister to the panda dimension. Uh, okay, so I have banishment open. If the target is native to the plane of existence you're on, you banish the target to a harmless demiplane. While there, the target I is mean, incapacitated. I mean, it's harmless. Yeah. It's just a lot of wind. But you're not sending them to pandemonium. That would be a bit different. In any case, regardless, for the next minute, they're not here. So the annoying idiot is not here. We continue on. They'll deal with it when they get back. (laughs) So the person in question, the representative from Rotroot, is most likely at um, your office because that's where they tend to go. And as the party is heading through the city, you do see, um, like, you're on the streets. So imagine, if you will, New York, but replace the skyscrapers with giant crystals. Wow. That are also skyscrapers. So Anka's walking around like a tourist, like, looking up and not really paying attention to what's around her other than that. Okay. And Anka, you've not, what I'll say you'll notice, because when you, when you knew Mara the first time, five years mm-hmm. ago, long hair just down everywhere mm-hmm. it's very up and professional and it doesn't look like a mom 
Oh, yeah. And she changed her hair. She does not look amused by it. In my head canon, she's wearing a power suit. <laughs> In my head canon, she is as well. It's fine. Yeah. Um, now, you are, of course, getting a lot of looks from the people who are on the street because they're all, well, mostly high elves. There are some wood elves, but they're all elves. And there is only one elf in your group. Right. Yes. Yes. And and of your group, one of them is a tiefling, which stands out a bit more. <laughs> With two guns and a blade on his back. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also a half-orc, which, oddly enough, does not stand out as much as the tiefling. Maybe they've seen orcs before. Well, they've seen un- orcs before. Lo- so she's not, you know. They- they've yeah. seen orcs before. They've even seen tieflings before. They don't tend to see them in the city. Ah, okay. Yes. So you you are very much out of place. And of course, you're walking around like tourists. Mm-hmm. So, Looking at all the shiny crystal buildings. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to the offices, and uh, there is um, a rather ornate chair, because simple apparently isn't a... There isn't a word for simple in Elvish vocabulary, other than <laughs> not simple, um, uh. or not Elvish. If it's not Elvish, it might be simple. Um, but... Like the furniture in the waiting area is all ornately carved or possibly even grown into that shape because elves. Mm-hmm. And there's gold and gems and everything encrusted all over it. And there is a um, a wood elf who happens to be wearing a very plain outfit, sitting very still and looking incredibly uncomfortable in one of the chairs. There's no idea. I can't remember what the name you said. Well... I didn't give the name for this person. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, Amara, you have not met this person before. Oh, okay. Good morning, may I help you? Oh, oh, and she stands up very quickly, and half of her belongings fall to the floor, and then she starts trying to pick them up. Yes, uh, I, um, uh, yes, I, uh, I'm here for, uh, to, to meet an, an ambassador for... Uh, getting supplies and and dealing with uh, some some issues for uh, oh uh, where, where's my list oh, I have my God, list. God, you're new I, to this, aren't you? Uh, it's yeah, it's my first day, I guess. Um, okay, well, calm it. Don't with the with the nerves. It's not required. <laughs> Tell me what you need. I'll see what I can do, and we'll get everything done. done. Okay, uh, I have. My my list here, and she holds out. Um, it, it's a packet of papers. It looks like at some point it got very wet. Um, and there, there's some food supplies on there, medical information. Um, needs lots of hand sanitizer. Um, you got to prevent COVID, like fantasy COVID nineteen. You got to deal with that. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, let's not, because I have to deal with that in real life. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, yeah. in a blood health center. Yeah, I teach in a school. <laughs> so <laughs> so you you work at the location that we end up sending people to because schools are Petri dishes. Oh, yes, they are. People come in Petri and they've answer. never been to any of the Category 1 or 2 places or spoken to anyone who's been to those places. They think they have. I have to deal with people who are in their teens that still think putting their fingers in their mouth is an excellent idea, and how dare you try to correct them on that? Oh, I mean, wow. I, I deal with that. I deal with that with people who are in their thirties. Wow. Yeah. Well, in any case, um, a lot. 
So that was the first half of the list. The rest of it is for stuff like boats. And um, can I talk to you? We are talking. Okay. Uh, like not in the lobby. Talk. Oh, fine, fine. Come. Okay. Escorted to my office. So, um, I'm pretty sure Rotroot is sinking. Okay. Etherian says I'm just imagining it, that there's tides, and that's the issue, but there's no moon. There shouldn't be any tides anymore, and the water keeps going up. Is there something blocking the water downstream? Um, this person just looks at you. And Amara, you would know, um, your entire country is flooded. There is no such thing as a stream at this point. Yes, darling, there is no such thing as a stream right now. The entire region is flooded and underwater. Well, there's supposed to be a stream, so is there something blocking what used to be downstream, causing the water to just build up? All the water is blocking the water. I think you're missing a few steps there. If the water levels are rising, the only explanation would be more sinkage and more damage. And the fact that your elder did not realize that when you brought it to their attention is extremely concerning. Because, as you say, the moon is gone. Tides don't exist. I'm just actually, as a DM, kind of sad that we've gotten past the point where someone in the party can mention the moon is gone. And then I can have an NPC go, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, well, we are past that now, aren't we? Everyone I knows. Mean, everyone would know really quick. Everyone I mean, there might be someone that. who's currently living under a rock who wouldn't know. I mean, you, you decided to talk to the elves, not the dwarves. The dwarves might not be aware. That's possible. <sighs> right. Um, how, how much feasibly on this list would Amara be able to get? Um, it really depends. Um, sometimes when you deliver a list... You get everything that's on it. What usually happens is someone higher up than you decides to show how thrifty they are by just crossing a few things off the list and say, look how much money we saved. And your best sense is that they do that arbitrarily. They don't really look at the items. Um, There have been a few occasions where someone was in a bad mood and said, we don't have the funding. Ballpark it on average. On average, you can probably get 75% of it. The request for additional boats you're not going to get that. Okay. Realistically, I can probably get 70%, 75% of you need. The boats are out. I'm not going to be able to get those for you. But I will try. That is all I can do. I am the middleman. That's everything I can do. In regards to the sinking problem, send pe- people down to check it out. Okay. Um, could they maybe not go right to Ethereum, though? I mean, he is the elder, isn't he? Yes. He is the archdruid for the area, yes. He is the archdruid for the area, so technically everything should be going through him? Yeah, true. But... He... There's a but coming. I may have argued my observation a bit more thoroughly than a novice druid should to an archdruid. 
and I'd rather he not know I went over his head for anything. You told him he was an idiot for not listening, and now you're here to ask me for help because you know I could potentially leave. Not in so many words. There might have been some synonyms, (laughs) and not all of them in Elvish. Feisty. Okay, here's what I'll do. Technically, I shouldn't send anyone down until he is made aware. But maybe a couple of people could go down for a day visit just to see how things are going. See, you know, check up on people. And then begin their official surveys. But what I'm saying is I could probably give you 24 hours to smooth things off. Okay. Um, And when you see that I'm right and it's sinking... What do we do then? Then we have, then we have bigger problems than what than your art druid being pissed at you. Yes, but that's not so what we, I was asking. To be very honest, we don't even know how the city was flooded in the first place. So, to be very honest, I have no idea what we do, but we figure it out. You don't think it was the dwarves? Without hard evidence, I don't think I don't know what it was. I think it was something else. Finally, someone with sense. Why are you not like Arch that either? Why are you not Arch I prefer to deal with you. I need a few hundred more years. Uh, honey, like, how old are you? She's like, um, 200. Honey, I'm 40 years older than you. Have some damn ambition. You, you don't deal with Atharian much, do you? You don't deal with the politicians of Skelvar much, do you? No, I can thankfully say I don't. Trust me, you need a bigger backbone for that. By the way, um, Amara has dealt with Atharian before. Um, he is very old, very stubborn, and is not someone who has um, sparked her enthusiasm for being cordial. Oh, okay. He he's the person that last week said I'd love to say that this was fun and then walked off and then ran away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. Him. I still have a feeling that some of the politicians in Skilvar is probably worse than him. Oh, sure, definitely, definitely. I know your art druid very well. I know how to deal with him. Okay, but if you try to banish him, he's not going to be happy. He wasn't happy the first time. He won't be happy the second time. Yeah, please don't have me be within a quarter mile of him the next time you attempt that? Eh, it was funny. It wasn't funny for us for the following two weeks. He kind of took it out on us. He has no sense of humor. No, most archdruids don't. Now that is not true. I know a couple who are very humorous. Maybe not in the last five years, but they were beforehand. Okay. Well, you've got my list. Mm-hmm. I've and... told you you have your 24 hours. Okay. I... I guess I should go now. What's your name, darling? Uh, Thea. Thea Gemblossom. If you need anything, get someone get someone to bring you here. Okay? You seem to uh, be the only one that actually seems to make sense down there. And I like it. It's helpful. Thanks. That means a lot. I, um, I, I should get going now. Yes. And she walks off very quickly. I will get... I can't remember her name. The one that's not an idiot. 
Um, Famior, Silver Frond. Famior. I will get Famior to arrange a team to go down and check her claim, Thea's, cl- Thea's claims on if things are sinking or not. Um, okay. To do it discreetly, make, you know, don't make it obvious that that's what you're there for. Make them think. Just checking how everything's going, seeing how everyone's doing, and then report back in less than 24 hours, and then we'll see what we're doing. Yeah, um, that's that's not going to happen in 24 hours. Well, I need you to make it happen. Well, I'd love to. I, honestly, I'd really love to. But, like, everyone, and I mean everyone we would send to do that, has currently been sent somewhere else. God damn it. Like, all of them. And a few people who were in training. What would we need to do it ourselves? Um, someone with teleportation circle prepared. Okay, well, that's you in. And a bunch of people who are also not idiots. Well... I at least know Onka is not an idiot. You're not an idiot. I can be an idiot sometimes. But mostly not an idiot. I Don't know that. you two yet. Don't know you two yet. They are not idiots, uh, Ash. Okay, then. We have people who are mostly not idiots. Okay. Well, what do you say we get this over with? I thought that's what you'd say. All right. Ready for a little trip? Okay. Diplomacy is complicated. My goodness. Honey, I don't know you how you do no this idea. all day. I don't know how you do this all day. I'd be throwing things across the room. That's me on a bad day. On a good day, it's just a lot of wine. I see. Yeah. I can see where that would be helpful. Yes, and I'm going to be very happy that I don't have to get anyone any wine because we're going to be out of here before someone sees me and gives me a different errand to do. Okay. All right. Everyone gather in. All right, here Let's we go. But by, by the time Onka says, all right, here we go, you are at the teleportation circle in Rotroot again. Oh. Like I said, not an idiot. She's very good at what she does. Yes, that was fast. And we're in where we're supposed to be, too, which doesn't always happen. Well, I mean, I, I like did banish him. Done. <laughs> sure. Oh, you missed it. I did banish him. It was quite funny. Okay. Yeah, is that going to come back to haunt you if he sees you? Probably. More than likely, but I do love a good prank war. Against an archdruid. What? Famior just stares at you. Now that we're here, what do you want us to do exactly? Talk to people? We need to... We need to determine if the sea levels have have been rising. Okay. How do we do that? Anyone have a yardstick? I mean, technically we have people. Is the, someone get in the water and was it higher than it was last time you would? I can I just walk on top of the water. That's not right. helpful. Yeah, that's not going to... Uh, they might... Oh, I'm not sure how they would take that. So Amara, Amara pushes Ash into the water. <laughs> <laughs> so you realize the teleportation circle is built into... Um, oh, an, that's right. So it is. An, an area... Very far up a tree. Okay, then uh, she doesn't push Ash in the war then, because I, I... No, no, I, I'm here for this Amara content if, if one of your characters tries to murder the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, no. Uh, Amara would know that it's in a tree. Right. Chris forgot. Well, yeah, all, uh, the entire party is very much aware of how high up they are. Okay. Okay, so let's go down and check the levels. Yes? Yeah. Uh, we can also try just walking towards the ocean and seeing if we see some blockage or something. Yeah, that's going to be quite a journey. In the middle of the continent, in the middle of the continent wasn't. Well, you're close enough to the middle of the continent to make it be. And, and I love that this is very apropos. Close enough for government work. <laughs> oh. It would take far too long to get to where the water would actually supposed to. Stay. Um, are we at the water level now? We can jump ahead to that. Sure. Okay. I can just walk down the side of the tree if I have to. <laughs> Why not? For, for I have else. both a ring of water walking and spiders and slippers of spider climbing. So You're yeah, I set. can just walk on all the weird stuff. Someone, Someone's a bloody show off, isn't there? Fahim is the Goblin King from Labyrinth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she is. Okay. She holds up two crystal now, spheres and just starts spinning them in her hand. Now Amara will push Asha. You know, I have a high enough athletics that I might be able to do it. <laughs> no, the best part is, it still wouldn't be Fahim, because canonically it'd be somebody else sticking their hand out into the shot. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get to the bottom. Um, roll a, a dexterity check against yourself. <laughs> That's for Ash, damn it. That's a 21 for our listeners. Okay, so Amara attempts to push Ash into the water. It does not work. Ash holds on to the railing of the staircase that winds around the tree and does not, in fact, get soaked. We need someone to check the water. (laughs) I'd prefer if it wasn't me, thank you very much. Well, what if we sort of go door to door and ask, you know, um, like... Say we're doing a survey on quality of life or something and ask about the water in there. Quality of life in a flooded city. Yes, well, I mean, doesn't that sound like something a government might do? A government, potentially. Yeah. What about the the half-orc human tiefling and, oh, the bird's not here. The bird is not here. I don't think. Um, I'm not sure how she's Why isn't the bird here? Um, Because bird is bird. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. Cinder is looking for her. Bird is chaos, but Bird is also a lot smarter than she lets on. This is true. It's not something you notice upon first meeting, but yes. All right, so how do we go about... I've never actually checked the level of water in a flooded city before, so I don't really know where to start. I mean, that's the last five years. Not me personally, but... Oh, so there's information then, so we can... Like, how did you measure it? How did someone measure it before? How would someone have measured it before, Crash? <laughs> well, that's not really your area of expertise. You don't know. Ah. <laughs> okay. The, the druids would tell you. Damn so, it. you find the arch druid yeah. and ask him. It'll be we fine. You have to find the arch druid and ask him. There's uh, someone okay. coming down the stairs <clears throat> behind you. I cast Disguise Self. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I look like the idiot. <laughs> that you banished earlier. <laughs> okay. That is, a, that is a really good likeness. Why, thank you. Oh my gosh, you even sound like him. I know, I, I do I, get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little creeped out right now, to be very honest. 
I do you pretty well as well. I am not comfortable with this information. <laughs> and with that, Thea Gemblossom comes down the stairs and stops immediately upon seeing all of you. Kamara waves. <laughs> um, hi. Hello, dear. Um, Amara Centers. Oh, okay. Uh, can I help you? So, it looks like we're probably going to have to speak to the Archdruid just to get a little bit of information. Nothing made. So, most elves are very pale. Um, wood elves tend to be of a slightly darker shade. Um, but Thea goes white. Just information about how things are going in the area. If there's anything go, if there's anything that's anything transpired of late, nothing made. Um, okay. We're trying to get the information we need without making it obvious, essentially. That, oh, um, okay. Uh, Unless you have the information we need, what were the levels previously, and what were what they were reading the last time you checked, and then we can cross-reference with what it's like now. Well, I, I can, I can show you. See, we don't need the archdruid for this. Oh, good. All right. Well, if you could just you know, move over to the to the side a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and she cast thunderwave. She cast what? Thunderwave. On Amara. No. She asked you to move over so she wouldn't hit you. Um, She casts it on the water. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, There is the very loud boom that one gets from Thunderwave, and a 15-foot cube worth of water is pushed away from her. Is this the official method for measuring the water height? No. (laughs) I I think it's safe to say no one assumes it is. (laughs) Then I'm just confused. Okay. Little confused, darling. Right. I mean, it's a neat trick. Did you see bottom? Did we Um. see bottom? No. No. Could you see bottom before? It was only supposed to be five feet deep. Oh, no. Oh, that's a problem. That is tripled in height. I could stand in it and still have my head above water. Matter of fact, I fell in a couple weeks ago. Uh, long story, don't really want to get into the details, and I was able to walk out. This is recent. We might need to evacuate people. To where? I don't know. How much room does your city have? It's already at capacity. I mean, somewhere. if it's gone from less than 5 to 15 in not even the 5 years, but just recent, recent, that really indicates that something is blocking the drainage. But there is no drainage. That's kind of the problem. The water level just went up. (laughs) And it keeps going up. I know. Everyone's saying the dwarves dug tunnels that undermined everything and everything just fell down. But But then everything would stop. Yeah. a, A lot of the dwarves died. They wouldn't still be digging more tunnels, even if it was that. It wouldn't get worse. It would subside. It's getting worse. And our Struidatherian says it hasn't really changed. It's it's all in my head, but I can't stand no, in this. I drop disguise self where it where is he? I I what Oh, I think you've confused her. Where No offense, but high elves are weird. 
he's not going to be happy with me, but I'm not happy with him. Where is he? He's, uh, he's in the Druid Enclave. That tree over there. Which is something that you already knew which tree that was. Mm-hmm. I storm to it. Okay. Um, so you jump into the 15-foot deep water? Oh, how far, how far away is it? It's... It, it's a good 150 feet from the bottom of this tree. Dimension door. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, do you take anyone with you? Okay. Oh, all right. I'll okay. just walk over there on top of the water. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Ash is just there. What, what, what the? <laughs> okay, so Ash is there next to Thamior um, and Thea. And Thamior looks at both of them and says, this is not the first time. I'm getting that sense. Yeah, she. To be fair, she usually gets the job done incredibly well. But to be fair, I'm getting that sense as well. Well, we should probably take one of these boats. Yeah, ladies. All right. So we have conveniently allowed Chris to only be playing one character for this confrontation. Right. <laughs> because they're going to slowly be uh, making their way, a la Venice style. Over. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love trickery domain. They have access to so many. You, you can draw straws to see who'd be um, using the long pole and singing a song in Italian on your way over. Oh, it'll be Ash. He's the gentleman. <laughs> the, la- the ladies can relax. He'll do the hard work. I mean, Fahim can try, but I don't think choir was a regular thing in the monastery. Also, by this point, Fahim is halfway there. Probably, yeah. (laughs) When the moon hits your eye, it's a big pizza pie, and it's back in the sky. (laughs) I'll do lyrics, but it works. (laughs) Well, there's no moon. If if the moon's hitting your eye, it's clearly back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Pick one of your characters and give them inspiration. <laughs> Ash already has some, so I'll give it to tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so we've been playing for just about an hour. Uh, what do you say we take a short break? And when we come back, you will be confronting the Archdruid and making angry faces at him. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm going to press some buttons. You are in the Druid Enclave. You are on the top floor of a very large tree outside of a door that is locked. Bang, bang, bang. I will say that, Fahim, you have managed to catch up. Um, I will say that Ash and the two NPCs are maybe one third of the way up the stairs at this point. Bang, bang, bang. Should I try breaking the door or do you want to give it some more time? I'm not seeing anyone right now. Oh, you'll see me. Who dares? Your favorite little cleric. Mo? God damn it, open the door. The door shifts. Um, it wasn't locked with a traditional lock. It was the, the wood of the door 
had grown into the door frame. Mm-hmm. And now it grows back out of the door frame, and the door swings open. Give me a dexterity save. Everybody? Um, no, uh, okay. Mara, because Amara was right She's in front right of the front. door. Okay. Dirty okay. 20. With a dirty 20, you do not get smacked in the face by the door when it swings out. And there is a very grumpy looking, very old elf glaring at you. And he looks I at s- you and realizes who you are and says, you. Yes, me. And I walk past him. <laughs> I shove past what? him. What are you doing here? You are so stupid. <clears throat> Do you actually think the water levels are not rising? Are you kidding me? Of course you they're not rising. Are... Why would they be rising? They've been like that for you five years. Dru- oh, you, st- you, a druid of the land, know that the water levels five years ago were five inches. Five inches. Technically, they were five feet. Do you know what I meant? <laughs> <laughs> this is a... You know what I meant. I am. have no interest in listening to what you're saying or what you are meaning by it. Get out of my chamber. You have no business here. Go back to your flying city. The whole point of my role is to help you idiots. Jeez, I am here to help you. You are ignoring the fact that the water levels arise. Why? You are a druid of the land. You should know this. You You should feel this. Why would the water levels rise? All right, all right, come on, come on. Come come with me. I refuse to go anywhere with you, especially after the prank you pulled the last time you graced us with your presence. It was funny, and this is important. <laughs> Literally out the door. Girl, do, do the thing again. Watch. Now, bear in mind, if it is five feet as you assume... You will see the ground, yes? Yes? He just glares at you. Go on. Um, Thea is just staring at you with her eyes as wide as dinner plates. Do it. She... uh, Give me a persuasion check. 30-20? Wow. (laughs) One second. You rolled a 19, wow. She turns and casts Thunder Wave, and you see maybe three feet of water. What? The water's only three feet deep here. Here, but not further out. Yeah, it's like 20 feet deep, just a short walk away from here. It's like, if this isn't a drainage problem, is the country, like, tilting? I look at her. I don't Which know how else to explain about? that. Which her, yeah. The, the Thea. Mm-hmm. Very, very annoyed in my face. I am assuming when you did the test, you did it at a location that you knew was only five feet and then no longer five feet, yes? So, I see. This Shut is... up for a second. You do not I have am assuming... the right to tell me to shut up. You, I am assuming... Young lady, you, we have already discussed this. You have duties to attend to rather than bringing miscreants to our woods to barge into my chambers and demand that I watch parlor tricks occurring. Get out of my sight! And Thea is, like, terrified. She backs up and falls into the water. Um, With that, the archdruid turns on 
Amara and says, Is there anything else before you leave? Chris is trying to be a politician, not (laughs) Amara. Mm -hmm. Politician, not Amara. If you wait too long, Fahim's just going to chime in because Mm -hmm. she doesn't really know how to interact with people. She she just gets (laughs) straight to the point. So she's just going to say, Regardless of what's happening here, the rest of the country is sinking, and that's a problem we should address. To be fair, Thea doesn't seem to know how to interact with people very well, and neither does Archdruid Atherian. Well then, well matched, I suppose. When was the last time Amara was here? Maybe a month ago. Out. What? And looking at the water levels, can I do a survival check to see if I can visually see that it's changed? Um... I would allow survival or history, whichever one's higher. Oh, I'm going to use my inspiration That's on that. That's that one. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration on that. It's better. Okay. With a 13. Now, when you played this practical joke on the Archdruid, you did it over in this particular area. Mm-hmm. Not all of Skelvar is flooded. There's a few spots where there's like muddy hills that come up out of the water. This was one of those spots. It's not there anymore. Or is there? There was a bit of ground surrounding the base of this tree. It's under three feet of water. Wait. She's right. Think back a month ago. When I did that, when I did the prank on you, there was a little mound of land here that is now under three feet of water. That is where I did it. Remember? He glares at you. I know you hate me, but you know I'm right. And you know the stupid girl, as you have called her, is right. Come with me. And he walks back up the stairs. Before I go with him, I get her out of the water. She is very much a wreck. I put my hand on her face. <laughs> you are right. And he believes you. And I cast Modify Memory to make her think that exactly. And that there was never a point where she was broken. What do I have to roll? Wow. Wisdom 16. I don't want her to be traumatized from that. She blinks a couple times and says, I need to get back to my duties. You did good. Thank you. All right, follow him. Okay. Um, So you are back in the Archdruid's chambers. Uh, The main room seems to be where he... Holt's court is probably the wrong terminology, but it's the same effect. It's not a room that's designed for lounging, and it's a room where... There's uh, a bunch of chairs and a large table with which people can gather around and discuss things. Um, The druid does not go to that area of the room. He goes to a chair that's over to the wall, and he sits down in that, and he looks very tired. Are you trying to cause a panic? Why would you not bring this to anyone's attention? What good would it do? It would let us know, at least the higher-ups, so we could f- try and figure something out. The higher-ups, are... the ones that repeatedly cut the supply list. We are living off of good berries. You might not like me, but you know I do everything in my power to try and get you as much as possible. You're not so remember who you're talking speaking about to. right now. They don't care. You then might why... be... Practical jokes aside, one of the better high elves in that flying monstrosity. 
then why not tell the better ones so we can try and figure this out? Because the better ones aren't the ones on top. We give them any indication that we might be sinking, and they're going to just write us off as a lost cause. If you don't do anything about the sinking, you're going to be a lost cause soon anyway. At least if you had told us, there was, we could have tried. Tried to do what? Tried to figure out what was causing it. Why it was getting worse. Clearly it's not the dwarfs at this point. If, if it was the dwarfs, it wouldn't be getting worse. Because they would be drowned and no, more, no longer building. Or no longer mining. It is something else. And the fact that you have kept this quiet means that we are further behind on trying to determine what that is. This is on you for keeping it quiet. If this does not, if we are not able to fix this in time, any deaths caused by this delay is on you, Arthruid. I am making that very clear. I don't give a damn if you are a half-elf, if you're a high-elf, if you're a wood-elf, drow, elf, whatever. You are a person, and any further lives lost because of this is lives wasted because of your inaction. I do not want to see any more lives wasted. It seems I don't have much of a choice. Amara, give me a wisdom saving throw. Son of a... (laughs) 24. Okay, he just tried to cast hold person on you. Whoa. And that didn't work. Roll for initiative. Oh, wow. Okay. I've got a 20, and my initiative is minus one. I got a 16. Tag it so that it's someone's name, so I can differentiate. I don't know. Um, hashtag, uh, I think. Yeah, space, and then hashtag, and then just whatever. Because Amara's initiative right now is Wingardium Leviosa, according and to that's Sidekick. that's not going to work very well. <laughs> yeah. 11 and 13. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ellie in chat... Uh, if you're targeting a cleric, you have to cast Hold Parson. <laughs> <laughs> it is an honor and a privilege to call you a friend. Okay, so what what do we have for Amara? Amara was 11. And Ash? 13. Okay. Unka, okay, you are so very much aware I'm... that the Archdruid just tried to cast a spell on Amara, right. and it didn't work. What right. do you do? I'm going to cast Silence so he can't do that again. And neither can any of us, but that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, um, so it's so, uh, it's got quite a range, actually. It'll cover yep. all of us, um, Every, but everything it will goes prevent quiet. spells from being cast. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. I'm well, it doesn't that. stop all spells. Okay, so well, it'll it, stop at least some, you know? Yes, if, if you're looking at your spells, um, mm-hmm. where it says components, if it has a V, that would be verbal component, and that spell can't mm-hmm. be cast. But any spell okay. that doesn't have a V, you can still cast. Okay. So, so Amara is useless. It lasts for ten. It lasts for ten minutes. Uh, as long, if I can still concentrate on it, and it was an impulse, just stop him from doing that. Okay. This. Okay. <laughs> well, this is this is great because the Archdruid wanted to make Amara be useless for this fight, and you have successfully done that for him. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Fahim. All right. I'm going. Assuming I'm close enough, I'm going to run up to them and do a fiery blows and a stunning strike with all four hits. Now, I've watched enough anime to know that there is a verbal component 
for fist attacks. Let's <laughs> <laughs> eat not can of anime. So I got a 17, a 15, an 18, and a 28. I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, that's all four. Uh, that is, I think, three hits. Oh. No, four. It's four hits. That's it. Wow. Oh, nice. No, no, wait a minute. That was four rolls? Four rolls. Okay. I I was counting something twice. The 17 hits, the 18 hits, the 28 hits. The 15 does not. The 15 does hits. not. Okay. So just three then? Yes. All right. So damage, and they have to make... And I'm going to do stun, stunning strikes with all my connected hits, so they have to make a constitution 15 save three times in a row or else they're stunned. And if they fail one, that's them. <laughs> and you get to save your key if they fail the first one. That's even... Well, the first roll was a five. Oh. So would that mean she gets to roll the second attack again because she would have advantage at that point after the first time? I mean... I don't know. I mean, accurate. Go ahead and roll one more time. An 11 is not going to hit. The others do, though. So what's your damage? So total of 26 damage, and they're stunned. Okay. Um, next up is going to be Ash. Ash. Mm, right, okay. Well, we can't talk, so I can't even ask if we're gonna if we want to kill this guy or not. Um, you can make hand gestures. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ash isn't that smart. Uh, he's got... How was the range on Silent? It's, um, oh god, it's 120 feet. Jesus, okay. <laughs> I'm assuming People down at the waterline are like... What? They think they've deafened themselves somehow, yeah. I'm gonna, since no one's gonna hear the sh- shots, I'm gonna take two shots at them with my paper box. I, I love that the Arch Druid cast one spell that was not fatal in any way, shape, or form. That's even true, if it had actually. been successful. And you're going to attempt to blow this guy's head off. Nice. That's true. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. It wasn't a fatal attack. That's true. I'm going to try and knock him out with the hell in my gun blade. Okay. Make an attack roll. And it's advantage because he's stunned. Uh, Okay. Okay, 26 26 for the first. And 21 for the second. Those both Uh, These are non-lethal just to knock him out. Okay. 18 points of damage. It does not knock him out. Action surge, two more strikes, knockout. 19 for the first, and 22 for the second. Those both hit. And again, non-lethal, just to knock them out. Okay, still not unconscious. Okay, okay. Might be wishing he was. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But if wishes were fishes, Skelvar would, will still be flooded. Never mind. Yep. Mm, true, yeah. Still a thing. Okay, next up is Amara. Oh, and Ellie's saying in the chat that the, the silence is uh, tw- a 20-foot sphere, but it, the center of the sphere can be up to 120 feet away. So okay. I just screwed up the numbers, but it's a, at least enough for this room. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, th- yeah, there's nowhere that Amara can back up to where she can do. Um, Depends on how I don't big even think Amara has any weapons. Oh, she has a, she has, she has a, sword, a short sword. Okay. Um... Amara's gonna take an attack action and try and knock him out with her her shorts. Oh, and it's an advantage. I'll take the higher of the two (laughs) 18s. Okay. Um, Well, because you took the higher of the two 18s, that does turn it into a hit. The lower of the 18s would not have hit. (laughs) 
And five points of bludgeoning damage to try and knock him. Still not unconscious. Wow. Stunned, thinking about life choices, not unconscious. This is a lot harder than it usually is in the movies. Well, at least I slapped him upside the head so they're stunned. I think they're stunned until the start of your next turn. Yep. So just good. Okay. <sighs> this fight is going much differently than I thought it would be in my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, cast one spell, then gets beat up for two turns while he stands there and does nothing. Yeah. Well, I just wanted him to stop, you know, casting spells. That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> well, it's, that that would have changed his strategy, to be sure. But what changed his strategy more was being stunned by the monk so he couldn't do anything. Right. I love monks, yo. They're so good. <laughs> Fahim's response to any perceived threat is punch it. Punch it. Punch it until it stops moving. And rolling a, a five on the dice <laughs> doesn't tell the saving throws. Oh, no. So, if a problem comes along, you <laughs> must punch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Yorsh Druid is too strong. You must punch it. <laughs> punch it out into shape. <sighs> love this game. I love this game so much. So, what's Amara doing? Oh, wait, Amara attacked already. Um, right, next up yes. is the Yorsh Druid's turn. He glares. Okay. <laughs> he glares. That's pretty much all he can do. Um, Onka's turn. Oh, okay. Uh, well, from what I can see, I think silence is working. <laughs> so, Amara glares at Onka. Oh, maybe it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'll drop the silence spell. Because I'm getting a, a very distinct uh, impression from Amara that this was not a good idea, even though it seemed like one at the time. Um, so, I don't know what else to do. Um... Most of what I do is healing, and I don't think you want me to heal him right now, so... Um, uh, I'm not sure. There's not a lot of... Like, I don't want to kill him, you know? Um, Fahim does not feel this restriction. Right. But, you know, Anka's a cleric. Um, and different. Uh, okay, so... No idea. I mean, Amara's a cleric, but if, if she's different. her off too much, she'd, <laughs> yeah. she'd, she'd definitely kill him. Yeah. Um I know what to do at this point. I can probably I've never done this one. Um I can cast aid, which gives your allies uh it bolsters your allies with toughness and resolve. Choose up to three creatures within range. And it lasts for uh I don't know how long it lasts. Oh good lord, it lasts eight, eight hours. Mm. That might be overkill. <laughs> um Okay. And that's like the lower level of that, too. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to hold my turn, I guess. So go ahead. What? It's an action. It's an action. Yeah. You you could hold your action. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. I don't know what else to do. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, mechanics-wise, if the goal is to defeat the Archdruid, you could Mm -hmm. all just keep beating on him until he stops moving. Although he's stunned. So that's already occurred. Um RP-wise, the question really is, do you want to keep beating on him until he stops moving? We already have Fahim's answer. (laughs) (laughs) But the rest of you might have a different end goal. Right. Well, he's already stunned, so I just don't feel like I want to hit him. Which is fair. Well, that Uh, stun's about to wear off. 
Well, yeah. if you've dropped the silence, can Amara speak? Yeah. Yeah. Don't kill him. Just knock him out. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> Fahim reluctantly pulls her punches, but it's Fahim's turn. So, Fahim, go ahead and do what you need to do. Remember, he's still stunned until the end of your turn. Fahim comes so up and puts her... All the things. Fahim comes up and puts her foot on top of the Arsdruid's feet and then starts using him as a punching bag. All right, I'm not exactly sure how to roll when Fahim reluctantly decides to be lethal. Ba- basically, you you declare that it's going to be non-lethal damage. Okay. So I'm still going to carry the blows. Yeah. So that's a 20, a 19, a 12, and an 18. Okay. Uh, so not a nat 20, but that's one, two, three hits. Remember, it's still... Um, what's the word? Oh, yeah, it's still at advantage. So go ahead and uh, just repeat that roll. Roll all of them again. We're looking for any nat 20s and also the second roll. All right, no nat 20s, but the second roll turned into a 22. Actually, no, it was the third roll that was 12. The third roll was a miss. In this case, the third roll is uh, 29. 29. So it's four hits. Try and stun him again. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Math, the role-playing game. Channel your inner socks. <laughs> so, I, yeah, this is going to be non-lethal if that, that's relevant, and no, he's also relevant. going to have to make four saving throws, once again, DC 15, because if the first stun doesn't work, I'm going to try again. Uh, the, the first roll was a nine. This is not a very constitution strong character, I take it. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, if he'd managed to do something other than have one failed spell cast, um, then this would be a very different fight. But I do 33 damage, trying not to be lethal, and yeah, he's stunned again. Okay. Sox is so proud right now. <laughs> Doesn't know why, because they've never met. Yep, but he just he's just there's, there's there's a pride just blowing in his chest right now. I'm thinking of the, the fight you had in the Bahamut Temple. Yep, with where, the dragonborn. Yeah, there were there were multiple dragonborn that you kept running around a corner to stun people. Yeah. <laughs> They're running back <laughs> to yeah, stun someone I else. Because I had the boots of speed. <laughs> And I had, like, what, 160 feet of movement before and, using an action? And if there I were no attacks right, of opportunity. We calculated that out, and you were basically breaking the sound barrier. <laughs> Which is not very stealthy. Yeah, he was very stealthy at it. <laughs> I break the sound barrier quietly. <laughs> And if that's not an out-of-context quote that I post to social media when I'm editing this episode, that I have failed as a DM. (laughs) That is a glorious line. You still have inspiration, so I can't give you a point. Well, I can't use my inspiration when I'm already hitting for Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, it, it's your God, fault. So good it's stuns. your fault for stunning the archdruid. So you already had advantage in all your attacks. Um, but with that said, Ash, you have been informed that you should not kill the archdruid. I do what I did before to knock to the head with the hell of the gun. Okay. That's so two twenty hits. <laughs> and also with 17 and a 25, but you're rolling with advantage, so we're taking the two higher numbers. Oh, that's supposed to be two. 23 okay. total? At and non-lethally. Point, yes. Well, 
non-lethally, but at the same time, you have been bludgeoning this guy upside the head. His face is a mask of blood. <laughs> you you smack someone in the face often enough with a blunt object. Things are not going to be good. I mean, I've done it six times alone. Amara's done it twice. Fahim's done it, what, seven, eight times? About that. <laughs> in my head, Ken, and Fahim has been um, having all of her punches go places where uh, the the archdruid's robes would hide the bruises. A lot of kidney shots. Um, Just waiting for that puddle of urine to show. Oh, no. The DM will not comment. Oh, he's been stunned for um, like 12 seconds now. Yes, he has been. As everyone just wails on him. Um, speaking of which, Amara. Yep. He's teetering. Um, right, right. The thing is, if we do kill him, I have to speak with dead. Oh, no. That's cold. <laughs> oh, no. So what did you say, Aaron? Cold. Oh, okay. Um, I cast Polymorph. Ooh, I was not expecting this. What do I have to roll? Uh, wisdom 16. Probably going to succeed because it's a druid. Well, um, I don't have to roll very high to, to make the save. You say wisdom 16? Mm-hmm. With his bonus, which is substantial, that's a 15. <gasps> he is what? now a little kitty cat. You, you polymorph the arch druid into oh a cat. Yep, a little uh, ginger and white tabby. He is a male elf druidic version of Yzma. And I pick him up. <clears throat> Still stunned. <sighs> That'll be that. the violence. You, you little pest, are coming with me. Okay. I think we're not going to get a better end moment than this right here. <laughs> Probably <laughs> true, yeah. So we're going to end it here with you invading an archdruid's home, pummeling him until he's a bloody mess, then shapeshifting him into a cat and kidnapping him. He started it. He started it. I mean, yes, this is true. But appearances are also a thing. Um, And the DM is here for all of this content. He's not (laughs) complaining. So thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Jen, and Cindy. Ellie was hanging out in chat, being awesome. Oh, look at the cute little gif of a, of a an orange kitty. Yeah. That looks cute. very much like my cat. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris said he turned the druid into a tabby cat, and I tried doing a gift search, and that was the best option. Yeah, it works for me. It's what I was going for. Okay, so let's do a few quick plugs. Chris has a podcast that's recorded every other week or fortnightly if you want to be fancy azerothctc.com it has historically been about world of warcraft although there's some rebranding that's taking place in the near future um yeah yeah okay uh jen has a blog and podcast you can get that at bookofjen.net and we have a patreon patreon.com slash gaming Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, and Eric. And until next time, this is Crash saying he glares at you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.